Welcome to Get Over It, the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for Exceptional 21st Century Living. Folks, we got a show today on the Kabbalah, but it's the old Kabbalah, the most ancient Kabbalah. We're going to have Catherine Seinberg with us, and we're going to talk about her latest book, The Kabbalah of Light, Ancient Practices to Ignite the Imagination and Illuminate the Soul. As I was sharing with Catherine, I've been a long-term frustrated student about the Kabbalah because it's just so much to learn, and I feel I don't have a grasp on it at all, but she's going to enlighten us, especially with the old-school Kabbalah, and um, for me, it was much easier to digest. So hang in there with us and let's learn a lot about the Kabbalah of light. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that's holding you back. But you guys know I always ask the question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website. That's MoniqueChapman.com. And I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on LinkedIn. And folks, if you like the podcast, subscribe or give me some stars. Girl would appreciate it. Okay. My guest today, Catherine Scheinberg, PhD, is an internationally renowned transpersonal psychologist, lecturer, teacher, visionary, and award-winning author. Grounded in the Kabbalah of light, her work integrates timeless wisdom with modern Western traditions to catalyze uh, creative manifestation at all levels in all areas of life, personal and professional, communal and global. She created the School of Images based on her profound realization about the power of images to create, manifest and transform. As a master of this work, she has developed an approach of and a body of techniques using dreams, images, and inner gazing to communicate with our subconscious and change our lives. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much. Ed, it's so great to have you here. I was so excited. <laughs> I'm pleased to be here too. <laughs> and I loved your comment. Um, if you don't want to know, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's kind of me. I was always told when I was working in corporate America that you're too blunt, you're too straightforward, you're this, you're this, you're this. And I tried for 24 of those 25 years to kowtow to what corporate America wanted me to be. And you know what? It wasn't working for me. So I said, screw it. <laughs> and I went out on my own and I'm still just as blunt. But, you know, hey, 
at least with me, you know, there's no BS and that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good idea. But I like your your comment because um, we also ask the question, so what do you want to know? And if they don't want to know it and they turn their eyes in and do the work, um, Mm -hmm. they're going to be shocked. So we need to be sure that people want to know what they're asking for. Exactly. And I will tell people, you know, they'll say, well, you're a psychic, just tell me something. And I'm like, no, you ask a question and I'll answer it. Because if we go down that rabbit hole of talking about something you're not ready to hear, it's not going to bode well for either one of us. So, exactly. yeah, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. In, in the work that I do, I ask them to look and go down the rabbit hole. So they have to be ready to see what the subconscious wants to tell them, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm a psychic too, so I can see, but I never tell them what I see because mm-hmm. the work here, um, the ancient uh, Kabbalah is all about looking in asking the question, looking in, and then the subconscious pulls itself together and answers you in its language, which is generally images, sensations, feelings, colors, even numbers, and sometimes language. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, the subconscious, everything kind of resides there, and it's really important that we are clear I think on what we want to discover. Now, tell us about the origin of the Kabbalah of light. Well, the origin is is really unknown, but I'll tell you that it it this lineage is 800 years old and it uh, dates back to a man called Isaac the Blind, um who was said to be blind and not physically, but blind to the outside world so he could look in within. Uh Uh, which is the same thing as the uh, patriarch uh, Isaac in the Bible, who was said to be blind, Uh but not really blind. He was really looking within. So um, this is an 800-year-old lineage of learning to inner gazing. Now, it's obviously much, much more ancient, but it it began to become a... a, uh, a known uh, methodology in the 1200s, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, it it migrated all across to Spain, to Girona, where many of his students uh, went. And there was a very big Kabbalah center. And, and there were many, many Kabbalists at the time uh-huh. in, in Spain, especially uh, um, 12th, 13th, 14th century. And uh, the most well-known text of the Kabbalah is the Zohar, which means splendor that was written in the 1400s in Spain. Uh-huh. So it was a ferment like, like we have today. Um, there were Sufis that were Muslim, uh, Muslim uh, uh, visionaries. There were the Kabbalists. There were Christian visionaries. There were, you know, a whole slew of people exploring spirituality. And so this is the the Jewish mystical path, if you want. Okay. And and the most ancient, as I say, is a simple inner gazing. You ask the question, whatever it is, let's say, uh, 
um, do I love myself? And then an image comes up because the subconscious responds to us in that manner. And then we learn to look at that image. Mm -hmm. And in many cases, of course, if I ask, do I love myself? And the inside is saying, uh, shows me something not pleasant, mm -hmm. but I can then respond to the necessity of my images. It may show me a room that is dirty that I need to clean. So mm -hmm. then I work with the image, I respond to the necessity of the image. And that is the process of working with images uh, of this lineage. It's very, very powerful and, and quick. Mm -hmm. Well, you've created something called Sapphire Imagery. What is that and how does that intertwine with what we were just talking about? Well, there's a difference between visualization and sapphire imagery. Visualization, many, many people do, and you can read many books on it. Um, it's about telling you to take a journey. So you're walking down the path and you turn right, and then you're going to see an altar, and then you're going to see two, two angels. That's visualization. Okay. If I then say to you, um, what do the angels say or do? Then at that moment, you're plunged into yourself because it's no longer being telling you what to do. It's asking if there is a response from the angels. And then it opens up a, 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 a new layer of the subconscious. So mm -hmm. sapphire imagery is always a jolt. There's always a little jolt. Okay. Let's say I say, um, somebody puts a key into your hand. So, well, what kind of a key? I don't tell you, uh -huh. you're finding out. And then I could say, well, uh, what does the key open? Where's the lock? So then they have to find a lock. And then it's going to, if they open it, they're going to find out something that is theirs, that has not been brought about by the guy telling them what to do. Okay. So... That's would so that be your subconscious mind speaking at that point? What's that? Would that be your subconscious mind speaking yes. at that point? Okay. Okay. Please continue. I just want to make sure I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. The subconscious mind can is, is like a, a computer program. If you want, if you tell it to turn right, it's going to turn right. But if you tell it, um, you know, you give it a little jolt, then something new is going to happen. And it's what we call revelation. Okay which is the true, what, what William Blake, the, the English uh, mystic, uh, called true imagination. It, it, uh, it suddenly um, jolts the inside and the inside reveals to you who it really is. Mm -hmm. So that's what sapphire imagery is. And when I teach, um, I teach very, very short exercises to open up many windows. So I give them little jolts one after another very quickly so that they begin to practice the subconscious, mm -hmm. practice accessing the subconscious, um, which is part of the work the, the, that I teach. Right? Mm, okay. Well, I opened, I just opened a page, uh, your book up and I went to page 48 and it's exercise six and it's talking about the grail. And, it, you know, it says, I see a snake coming out of the grail cup. What color is it? Then there's an answer. What kind of green? There's an answer. So 
it's important that we be very specific with our answers? Yes. Well, but but that's part of the 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 art of the of the person helping, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm if I'm uh, conducting this, the questions that I ask have to be very precise. Well, you're telling me that you see a grail. What is it made of? Where is it? Who's holding it? Uh, you know, many mm -hmm. many questions to help orient the. Um, not to give them the answer, but to help orient them to speak of what they're seeing. Many people see, but they don't describe it well. Mm, okay. Well, what about the person that says they can't see or don't see anything? Can they just make something up and it still ring true for them? No. No, so you can't use your imagination? Some people think they can't use their imagination, but everybody has night dreams. So mm -hmm. we know that everybody can see. There are blockages. And one of the major blocks to seeing is they're afraid. Mm. They're afraid of their own emotions. They're afraid of what they're going to see. And uh, another is that, they've, that people have become very, very mental. Mm -hmm. so that's why sapphire imagery is important, because if you give a jolt, it pushes away the mental for a second. If I say to you, for example, hear the one hand clapping, that's an old Zen uh, koan. Hear the mm -hmm. one hand clapping, your mind goes, Ex excuse me? <laughs> right? And then something happens in the imaginal field. Mm -hmm. So all the exercises are based on little jolts of that sort. Okay. It shocked the mental, the mental out of the picture for a second and allows you to see your subconscious mind. Okay, it's so we can, there. we can see that subconscious mind just in that second after that jolt, right? Yeah, well, but, you know, when you're used to it, um, you can look at the, whatever's revealed and it'll unfold because it unfolds, right? Mm -hmm. If you watch it unfolding, it'll unfold. Okay. We can do a long exploration of the the dream field, what I call your dream field, right? Your, mm -hmm. the tapestry of all of your millions and millions of bits of information that are going to gather together the moment you ask the question. Mm. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So in your book, you say dreaming is a survival faculty of the brain. Talk to us about that. Well, think of it, you know, we are animals. Mm -hmm. So we started off being more animal than anything else. And the, the dreaming is the result of thousands of bits of sensory uh, uh, information. Mm -hmm. And when we say information, in form. Mm -hmm. So everything has to do with form and the forms of molecules that tell us this smells like this or there's a sound to the right or that tells us there's danger there or, or be careful of that or it smells like this, that feels like poison or that feels like perfect good food. So the subconscious is your primary language. Mm -hmm. It's your language of body language, it's your truth basically. Now we get in the way of that because our cortex, our neocortex is, is a different kind of brain, a conscious brain. 
that's very logical and mm -hmm. uh, you know follows a, a rational causal um, uh, world not the subconscious the subconscious lives in the moment and okay. gathers all of its information at that moment when it needs it am i safe Vroomp. everything comes together and shows me yes or no mm -hmm. and that's, so when that's you... why it's a survival mechanism at first okay so how can we utilize the sapphire energy to help us have a um, more balanced life. Now, to me, life is like a wave. There's highs and lows. And instead of having extreme highs and extreme lows, I try to keep my life, you know, like a, a wave, but not varying too much. And to me, that's balance, if you will. So how can we utilize the sapphire imagery to get more into the energy of balance instead of the stark ups and downs that we sometimes go through? Well, there are many answers to that, but let me first say that most people do not realize that there's a difference between emotions and feelings. Mm, okay. Emotions are always constrictions, anger, fear, and all the secondary emotions, you know, like frustration, uh, depression, sadness, uh, envy, jealousy, uh, anxiety, uh, self-doubt all this these are secondary emotions and they're constrictions in the field okay. in your body if i'm angry i there's a particular movement in my body that is always it's, it's always takes the same route the french say the mustard rises to my nose that's anger <laughs> okay so that's the route it goes up and out right mm-hmm and if you think of love, for example, or serenity or peace, how does it move? Hmm. It expands. Yeah, it grows. Anything that expands like that is a feeling. And so I forget what your question was. <laughs> I well, got it all involved. Um, with... Well, I, I think you answered my question and you answered it very well. So. Um... Thank you um, so much. So say someone is going through a very low energy time in their life right now, as you know, a lot of people are after COVID and um, everything that's going on in the world right now. If you listen to five minutes of the news, you become extremely depressed. Right. Um, what can we do or how can we use the Kabbalah of light and the sapphire imagery to help us raise our vibration a bit you know because this has this program has a lot to do with manifesting also right absolutely yeah so how can we help it have it help us well, raise the vibration one of, one of the most important things about looking inward is that it's going to show you where you're at now but it doesn't mean it's the end of of the world if i see myself uh, in a stormy sea what is the how can I respond to that? So we have what is called tikkun, which is correction. That is that the dream that I have, uh, let's say somebody's trying to, to get into my house. Mm -hmm. Well, then I do a correction. I quickly surround myself with light and I 
half open the door and I, and I find out what the person wants. Mm-hmm. That person is a part of the self trying to say something to you. So I'm beginning the tikkun of dealing with something that I haven't been dealing with. The more I do that, the more I realize I'm not a victim. The moment I start repairing the images that appear to me, not the images that are given to me, but the images that appear to me in revelation, Mm -hmm. then I start becoming the power that I'm meant to be. I'm starting clearing the ocean of its garbage and starting to uh, direct my own life, becoming a co-creator in my own life. Mm -hmm. So it's the tikkun, the correction that is so important that gets me to be stronger and stronger and stronger. And I see that with many, many of the students. The moment they start doing this kind of work, um, the inside gets cleared up, and lo and behold, it it affects the outside immediately. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, How do we get rid of our fears and our doubts and our worries? How do we just release them so we don't have to have them anymore? Well, you're always going to have them. They're not bad. Not that they're bad. It's just that some people will hang on to the fear an extreme length of time. That's trauma. Yeah, there are definitely ways of of dealing with that. You go back into, let's say you turn your eyes back into your body and ask, well, where is this fear? So let's say it's in my heart. Well, what color is it? Well, it's gray and uh, dark purple. All right. Um, Mm -hmm. What memory comes out of that? How old are you? And so we work on that until the memory is very clear. I am three years old and my father just slapped me because I I disturbed him. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is a trauma. And and so then we we respond to the necessity of that three year old feeling very bad. I go today as an adult to stand next to the three year old and uh, ask permission to clear the the trauma Mm -hmm. so that's what we do that works very well okay so we can clear a trauma say if someone um came to you for some work you could clear a trauma basically in one session if the person is open and willing to do the work absolutely Mm, okay so speaking of that first of all do you have a website because i didn't mention one yes i do what is it images the school of images dot mm-hmm. um, org school of images school of images the school of images dot org okay. yeah. and how would someone connect with you if they wanted to work with you or do you have other people um... I have I have many uh, um, certified teachers that are excellent mm-hmm. um, I have classes um, at this point um, you know I I give the advanced classes. There are lots of workshops. So all that is really shown on the website um, and all the possible classes that can be taken. We also have schools uh, across the continents. So there are nine international schools at this point. Mm-hmm. So they can study in Chinese or they can ch- study in Japanese. <laughs> whatever they or need. German or Italian, uh-huh. whatever they need, yeah. Well, you know, there's this fallacy that's being held that in order to truly understand and use the Kabbalah, one has to be of the Jewish faith. Is that true? 
Not as far as I'm concerned. Everybody looks in, everybody dreams, and everybody can can respond to the necessity of their dreams and clear their subconscious. I I train many people who are not Jews. Mm-hmm. Now the 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 lineage comes from Jewish background and is informed by um, Jewish uh, thinking, but that doesn't seem to disturb anybody. In fact, they're very interested by it. Um, ultimately, anybody can do this work. It doesn't matter from which or from what they believe or don't believe. Um, it's just as powerful. Okay. Well, you know, lastly, before I let you go, how can one utilize this energy for healing? Healing of the soul. Let's take it a little closer. Well, it's always the same thing, which is there are layers and layers and layers of, of inner revelation. So when the person first starts on, in the work, um, it's like looking at the ocean and it is a lot of garbage on the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. As we clear up the garbage more and more, they begin to see um, a clear ocean. And when mm-hmm. they can see through the, the clear waters, they see their soul. And that's what we call the superconscious. When they reach that level of being able to see their soul clearly, um, which actually happens can happen very quickly. They can have glimpses of it already. Uh-huh. That that um, guides them and and shows them the direction for their life. Okay. So, yeah. Could you give us an example of? Tapping into the super conscious and seeing your soul. <laughs> uh, I think it's too soon. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I can. I we can do the key exercise. That's fun. People. Okay. Enjoy. Well, let's do that one. Okay. So close your eyes. Sit up straight. Arms and legs uncrossed. And breathe out through the mouth, seeing the number three. Breathe out to the number two. Breathe out and see the one tall, clear, and bright. Put your hand out and imagine that somebody puts a key into your hand. Take a look at that key. What does it look like? Is it small? Is it big? Is it ornamental or is it simple? What metal is it made of or something else? Now breathe out and find the lock to which the key belongs. And when you're ready, you put the key in the lock. And if you're ready, open the lock. What do you see once you've opened the lock? Can I share or do you want everybody? No, I would like you to share. I was... uh, well, what I'm seeing is like this golden energy, golden white energy, just um, springing up from the box that was unlocked. Wonderful. And how was the key? The key was um, a very old key. Uh, I'm going to call it a jailer's key, but I don't mean to infer the energy of jail. Right. Um, and um, it was about a foot long, gold, and then it had silver ornamentation on it 
Nice. So it's a box. What does the box look like? The box looks like um, a treasure, treasure chest that one would imagine a treasure chest. Mm -hmm. And it was dark brown. And it, it is had... dark brown. It's still here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I put it aside for a moment so I could talk to you. Um, but it's okay. Dark brown and it has tanned, um, I don't know, stripes on it. And where the key um, hole is, it is a very um, vibrant gold. And when you see that golden light come out of the box, what do you feel? Oh, at peace, warmth, accepted. Good. So that's, you're seeing your soul. Oh, okay. You're seeing uh, the light that comes from within you. Mm-hmm. Wow, and that's easy. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, it's actually very, very easy and very, very quick. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people can't truly see very quickly now some people might see something that they don't particularly like mm -hmm. but they can do a correction which is if there's a necessity to the image then i respond to that necessity and mm -hmm. the image will change what people don't understand is that this is the way to enlightenment this is the way to clear the passage until all is full of light as you've just seen mm -hmm. right wow well that's very profound and folks we just did that in a few seconds so just think about what you can see feel do um if you spend some time working um with the exercises in the book and she has over 160 exercises in the book ranging from everything i mean you know from transformation to um healing healing relationships. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, physical healing relationships manifestation i mean the the second part the first part of the book is really about the methodology mm -hmm. the second part is is about how you can use it in your daily life and, and we just demonstrated it's not difficult no, it's very, very simple. Yeah. And it's fun also. Well, so, I found the exercise very enjoyable. Right. So so that during the daytime, let's say somebody says something you don't like, but you've got that image of light coming out of the box. And that will resolve things very quickly for you. You just look at the light coming out of the box and that painful feeling you just had a moment ago is gone. That's the power of the image. Oh, you know what? I just thought about something that wasn't so pleasant for me that came up um, recently. And I did just what you said. I put that light coming out of me on that. And it, it like, poof, it's gone. It's gone. The, the heaviness that I was feeling still around it just lifted. Yes, it's very, very fast. And the more you practice this way, the more filled with with the these inner images of of your soul of your beauty right mm -hmm. come up and each one has their own particular beautiful soul mm. we just have to get there yes and each one's going to be as individual as the person who is absolutely imagining it wow right. this is absolutely wonderful um folks now that i get it because i read the book and before the um, we came on air. I asked her a few questions that I had, but 
this is a great book to get to shift that energy. Cause I mean, that energy of that bad, well, what I considered a bad thing. And I put the um, light that I created on it. I mean, it just, it took the, the pain away. I still realize that the incident happened but it's not the heaviness, pain, nor resentment around it. So, Catherine, thank you so much. <laughs> thank the lineage. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, lineage. I am definitely going to take another deep dive back into the book. And folks, I invite you to also, um, I think part of my block was that, you know, the Kabbalah to understand it has always been so difficult for me. So I just put that block up there to start with instead of just approaching with an open mind. It's so important to be open-minded, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But I think, again, uh, um, all the traditions have a, a road that is a road of inner gazing. Mm -hmm. The Sufis do that, the Christian mystics do that, you know, the, the Tibetan Buddhists do that. I mean, going through the images is one way. There are really two great ways um, one is I go straight to the empty space, mm -hmm. the void, and the other I go through the forest of images clearing and clearing and I'll get there very quickly mm -hmm. <laughs> to that great place of light and, and presence that is also the void. Yeah, it's almost like light and love, even though, you know, it's the void, it's light and love to me. Oh, absolutely. Feels good. Totally. Feels good. Well, uh, we have um, just a few moments left. What pearl of wisdom would you like to leave with our audience today? Well, I'd, I'd like to tell everybody that you are not victims. These are very simple tools you can apply and you'll see how quickly your life changes. A relationship that's not going well, do the exercises on the rela on relationship in the book and you will see a difference in the instant. You okay. go out of your room and lo and behold, your partner is suddenly all smiles and, and sweetness. Mm -hmm. So we can, we can talk to the other through the dream time. And that's so powerful. Um, we, we have an internet <laughs> of the dream. We mm -hmm. can talk thousands of miles away to a child that's not responding to us and he's going to call you. It's yeah. astonishing. Mm -hmm. So we have a tool here to transform our lives and those of others, and also uh, to transform a world that for the moment is looking quite grim. And I am sure we can transform this world in a good way. Well, yes, we need to, and folks, we need to get on it. You know, that critical mass, we need that to happen and happen soon because the world is in a state, I'm going to just say a flux, and it's a whole world, just not here in the United States. And for those of you who rely on the local news, please expand your mind, okay, and, and look at some other sources because you don't always get right information from either local news or if you're on the Fox or the with the CNN side, whatever side you're on, expand more, dig deeper, and then do your work. Because as you work on yourself and make the adjustments within yourself, you're actually changing the world because you're changing your BS, which is your belief system. So Catherine, thanks so much for being with me today. Oh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Monique. It was enjoyable. Thank you again for having oh, no. me. 
No problem. I'm so happy that you were here. And to the audience, thank you. You know, I'm always honored and I appreciate your time and attention. And for everyone, remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making that masterful choice of discovering the Kabbalah of light, of what the blessings, light, and love to all, agape.